BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Uh, you guys are not going to believe it. Seriously. First of all, welcome, welcome, welcome to Ask Stassi. Um, I've been sitting here for like probably like four minutes and like 39 seconds, which is a long time if you think about it, thinking that my microphones weren't working. And I've just been like, hello, 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 trying all of these buttons, being like, fuck, oh my God, what am I going to do? My mic's broken. How is this possible? <sighs> and then I was just like looking around and stuff and I saw that my headphones weren't connected to it. So that's like four minutes and 38 seconds of like wasted life. You know what I mean? Um, welcome. welcome welcome so I just finished watching The Bachelorette I have a few choice words for some of them Uh, I'm I'm debating whether I'm going to talk about it about myself this week or or if I'm going to wait for my guest so let me go into let me get into like other things and some of y'all's questions and then I'll think about it Um, today was a good day I will have I didn't have to work at all today so I was able to like go run errands get my nails done spray tan watch unreal yep um I started watching unreal yesterday and it's one of the best decisions I ever made I think it's gonna become my new like southern charm sort of like obsession thing you know I love Game of Thrones. I love Southern Charm. I love The Bachelor. And now Unreal is everything. And it's making me think of my own producers. And now I'm looking at them, like, just examining every move that they're making. You know what I mean? Like, what, are, you, are you doing this to me too? Hmm? Like, what, what kind of conversation did you guys just have back there that you're about to go and come and convince me to do something? Like, it's making me think differently about everyone. I'm losing my innocence. Um, yeah, Unreal is absolutely amazing. If you guys, if, there, if any of you aren't watching Unreal, I am going to beg you 
to watch it so that you can understand what I'm talking about when I talk about it on my podcast because it's so good. It's basic. It's a fiction. So it's fake. It's a fiction, you know, like it's not reality TV, but it's on Lifetime. It's a show on Lifetime and it's about like behind the scenes of The Bachelor, basically. And it's so good. It's like a soap opera about The Bachelor. Like, I can't believe I didn't watch this sooner. But I watched from the beginning and now I'm on like episode seven. It's like two days of like staying up late, like trying to just like force my eyes open to watch it because I was so obsessed with it. Um, Yeah, it's so good. Thank you. Seriously, I want to sincerely thank everybody who tweeted me and emailed me saying, are you watching Unreal? Because if you're not, you should be. It's absolutely the best. But. That's not why I had such an amazing day. Um, I had an amazing day because I got the package of all packages in my apartment. It arrived. If you listened to my podcast last week, my Ask Stassi episode, you heard me bitching about like when your um, when your packages don't come in on time. Side note, the one that said it went back to FedEx. I just went to FedEx today to go pick it up. Okay, a week later. And they said they already sent it back. You know where I ordered that shit from? Sweden. That's going to take so long. Just give me my money back at this point. Or like re-gift it as a present for somebody else over in Sweden. Like, ugh. Seriously, just killed my shoe buzz. Whatever. But the package that I got today is I made a decision to purchase them. I think this is the biggest purchase I've ever made in my life. Meaning like the most important. I've been obsessed with this artist Ashley Longshore she's an artist in New Orleans and she's her gallery is actually right across the street from Sheena Manina's juice place Raw Republic so on like right across the street and whenever I'd go to New Orleans like I peeked in and I I've always like I loved her stuff and because Sheena uh, her store was across the street she introduced me to her and so I was able to go walk through her gallery and have a meeting with her and we got along so well and I fell in love with her and her pieces even more and so I've been wanting to commission my own painting from her and I finally made the decision to do it a few months back and I thought about exactly what I wanted I mean buying a piece of art is such like a personal like serious special thing I mean, it's an investment. It says everything about like what you love. It's, you know, you look at it every day. You have to just be obsessed with it. And I thought about what I wanted. And so Ashley does this stuff where it's kind of like pop artish, where she does uh, Audrey Hepburn's side profile and then does all these weird embellishments around it. Go look up her website or whatever, um, because I'm not doing it justice. I'm not explaining it correctly. But I knew I wanted that because I love Audrey Hepburn. I love the side profile. I just think it's so cute. But I wanted like a crown, like a big embellished crown. And so when I met with Ashley for the second time to discuss what I wanted, she brought out this photo of a crown. She's like, I've been waiting to do a painting with this crown. And it was like meant to be. And so I finally got it today. Seriously, go look at my Instagram so that you can see the little video I posted of it. It's so beautiful. I'm so happy. It really is like the best purchase I've ever made. I just want to stare at it over and over again. Okay, yeah. So that's my day. I'm in a really good mood because of that and because I just got to relax and watch Bachelorette. There's nothing better. Um, Yeah, 
pretty good day. So I'm going to get into actually y'all's a lot of y'all's questions because I didn't do that last week and I felt bad about it. Um, so I'm going to start with, uh, well, her name's Claire. There's a lot of Claire's out there. Claire says, I'm getting married and I'm so excited, but my future husband's mom, mom, feels the incessant need to be involved in every aspect of our lives. Congratulations on getting married. Cool. I'm beginning to look for wedding dresses and not only has she assumed that she'll be coming to see me try them on, but she's also told me that she's picked all these dresses that she thinks will suit me that I have to try. My own mom is starting to get upset because she feels like this is more something that the mother of the bride does and not necessarily his mom. I know I feel weird saying mom over and over again. Like, do I sound... I'm just gonna have to say mom. Sorry, Claire, because I I feel like I'm like faking it. (laughs) I know she means well and she's really excited for us, but I personally only really want to go looking for dresses with my mom and sister. Um, How do I tell her politely to back off a bit without hurting her feelings and make her understand that I want it to be a surprise for everyone, not just my fiance? This is what you're gonna do. Lie. Okay. As I was reading this email, I'm like, shit, I don't know what advice I'm going to give to this. It's like, like, I've never even been close to getting married. I don't know what it's like to like go through that. I mean, I've gotten along. Well, it sounds like you do get along with your fiance's mom. It's just, he's, she's just like two up in the mix. You know what I mean? She needs to like back the F off for a second. And this is what I feel like you need to do. You don't want to hurt her feelings at all. Seriously, at all. She sounds like really lovely. And I think it's so sweet that she wants to help. Um, And I know that you don't want to hurt her. So that's why I feel like you need to lie. What I would do is I would go to her and say, my mom and I have talked about us doing this together. Just say alone. Okay. For since I was a little kid, it's been something that I've dreamed about as a little girl, just having this experience with my mom and sister because we always, it was our thing growing up. Just like exaggerate it. You know what I mean? Like make it sound like it's like so much bigger of a deal than it was. Even, I might even be right. Maybe it is that big of a deal like when you were growing up. But if you make it sound like something that, you know, it's just this is the way it's always been. It has nothing to do with you. And then offer up other things that she, she could help you with like is there something that your actual mom isn't interested in helping you with or like doesn't really care about whether it be like flowers or linens or dessert or food or what I don't know whatever goes into a wedding then say I know that you're so good at this and I want you to be the one to help me pick a b c or d whatever honestly like I said I've never been in this situation but um I feel like you just like have to be nice, right? Just lie and then be nice. You got to Sometimes you just got to lie to save somebody's feelings. You know, it's not like you're, it's a white lie. I think a lie to spare somebody's feelings when you haven't done anything wrong. Like I'm not talking about like, Hey, go cheat on your boyfriend and then lie to him to spare his feelings. No, that's not what I mean. I I just mean this is something so innocent and I can tell you really, really love her. So I just say do a white lie. I feel like weddings is like a theme right now. I keep getting emails about like people getting married or like something about weddings and then Katie's getting married. So like weddings has like, I feel like I dream about weddings all night long, every single night. And like, I feel like I get stressed out about it for other people. Um, But you know what like goes along with weddings? 
bachelorette parties, bridal showers. And then in between that, there's birthdays, holidays, Father's Day, Mother's Day, just tons of random shit. So I'm going to open up my Stasi stash. I'm going to open up my drawer. And I'm going to talk about some presents. First present, Casper. Casper, like a motherfucker. Um, Y'all always ask me if I'm telling the truth when it comes to my sponsors. And I've said this time and time again. I actually like turn down sponsors that I don't believe in or use because that just makes me I would like I wouldn't be able to go to sleep at night feeling like a like an honest person if I was telling you to go get something that like I don't like um so speaking of sleeping I wouldn't be able to go to sleep Casper mattress which is the mattress that I sleep on I'm telling you most people ask me well if Casper mattress is so good then why is it so affordable because uh, you're not buying the mattress from a mattress store, which, which I'm sorry, they are notorious for being overpriced because they have to mark up these prices to make a profit. When you're buying a Casper mattress, you are going to casper.com. You're going straight to the source. There's no middleman to mark up all the prices. So you're getting the best of the best for a fraction of the price. I'm telling you, it is the mattress that I sleep on. And most mattresses, they go for like over $1,500. A Casper mattress, let's say, okay, the twin size is 500 and then uh, 950 for a king. So if you're like trying to buy your child or a kid a twin size mattress, it's only 500 bucks. And because of my offer, you get $50 off. So if you're buying a mattress for a kid, that's like $450 for a mattress. I mean... That's like nothing. For a mattress, this is something you sleep on for years and years and years. Um, but you have to go to casper.com slash Stasi. And that's C-A-S-P-E-R.com slash Stasi. And even better than getting $50 off, you have 30 days. Oh, no. Sorry. 100 nights. What was I thinking? 100 nights to try a mattress. So you can get free delivery. So there's that as well. Free returns. And 100 nights trying it. So if you don't like it, if you're like, fuck this shit, like this isn't the type of mattress that's good for me, you can return it in what, that's three months? That's amazing. So go to casper.com slash Stassi and sleep on the same mattress that I have my my lovely wine and weed-induced sleep. <laughs> don't judge me. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, so I'll get you, I'll get to the next, the next uh, stash in a second. But right now I want to go to Amanda who has been emailing me about what to do about her relationship because she's been in a very, very healthy relationship with her boyfriend for about two years and six months. So it's almost three years. It's a really long time. They have, they get along very well. They're best friends. And like the only dilemma that they have is that he wants to live in California and settle down in California after he graduates after he finishes school and she wants to settle down in Washington state. Um, she's been one, like trying to figure out like, okay, like they've been trying to come up with compromises and what to do. And every single compromise that, 
they come up with, one of them is left resentful. So that's a major issue. Um, God, this is like really tough. I've been like reading this one over and over again because she, okay, she said that she's gone so far as to Google the answer and the top answer is that it's an irreconcilable difference and we should break up over it. This is like heavy shit. I am trying to think about what I would, I think every single relationship is different. So in this scenario, Amanda, I can't give you personal advice, meaning because I, I think every relationship is different. I'm not gonna say, oh, you should break up because that's the fundamental difference. I don't know, because maybe you two are a couple that are so in sync and, and great with for each other that that's something that can be overlooked. I, I, I'm not sure. I'd have to get like every single detail about everything. Like I'd have to like be your best friend to like actually form an opinion. The only thing that I can try and say is that I, this is the advice I would give. I would ask you to envision all the things that you want for your life. I don't know how old you are. That's also another thing. I want you to envision, write down what you want for your life. Your job, marriage, amount of kids, where you'd want to leave, what live, what your house would look like or your apartment or whatever. Like what, you know, how much money you want in the bank by this amount of time or everything that you want. And if moving to California, I am takes you away from the things that like are major and fundamental things that you want in life, then you should maybe think about breaking up. But if, if, if you can have that life in California, then you should focus then on your relationship with your boyfriend and, and figure out whether he's the type of person that's on the list of things that you want and whether you could see that going on. Because if you think it's really easy, like if you're looking at it being like, ah, eh, if we break up, we break up, then maybe he's not the right guy for you. But if like breaking up makes you like really fucking sad, I mean, I think that it's a, it's a <laughs> damn, it's a decision that shouldn't be taken lightly. I'm getting anxiety over it. I mean, I forgot to take my blood pressure medicine today. Shit. Um, it's not a man, oh, it's from, oh, so you're, whatever. Okay, anyway. Um, Good luck with that. I really wish you the best and uh, take a while to make that decision. Um, another gift that's really good for women, especially actually men too. I don't know why I always like just like think in terms of women when I'm doing my podcast. Um, my favorite app in the whole entire world, Texture. If you've listened to my podcast before, you know what Texture is. Y'all know I'm obsessed with pop culture. I'm obsessed with certain TV shows. I'm obsessed with certain celebrities. I'm obsessed with fashion. I'm obsessed with interior design. I'm obsessed with dogs. I have a lot of weird shit that I'm at wine, a lot of weird shit that I'm ranch, a lot of weird shit that I'm uh, obsessed with. And I like looking at apps on my phone and I, I, I just love spending time just mindlessly looking through news sites and stuff like that. Obviously, you know my Daily Mail obsession. And Texture is even better because it takes every single magazine out there and puts it on one app. So if you are a member of Texture, you don't have to go and wait in line at the grocery and spend like $4.95 on a Vogue. You don't have to do that because it's already on Texture and you can just swipe through every single page on your iPad, tablet, or iPhone, or whatever you have. 
How amazing is that? And they don't only have like the issues that are out right now. They have back issues. So you can go back to like, I don't know, last year, March or some shit like that and read every single thing that was in that magazine then. So basically, I feel like texture is infinite. <laughs> You're never going to run out of shit to look at. My favorite part of it is that you can favorite the magazines that you like so they know what to show you, but then you can also put in... Uh, say you want to like a search a search thing say you want to search for I don't know fuck Jojo Fletcher you'll only get articles on Jojo Fletcher how great I just used Jojo from the bachelorette as my example like out of all the people I could have been like Marilyn Monroe or I don't know like the president and I chose Jojo Fletcher that says a lot about me I mean shout out to Jojo she's like a really good bachelorette anyway my point is, is that you can tailor the whole app for you. Um, I'm offering this for free right now. So a free trial. That's texture.com slash Stassi to get a free trial. I personally think that this is a really good gift for somebody. Like if somebody were to buy this for me, like a year of texture, like that's awesome. I think that's really thoughtful. I would really love that. So I'm going to ask you to consider that. Uh, so go to texture.com slash Stassi and try it for free. Okay, my next question is from Patty. Um, she has a fuckboy situation. And if you go, if you guys don't know what a fuckboy is, um, well, I don't actually know the actual definition. Maybe I should look that up. Let me look that up right now just so that you guys aren't confused. I just always see it on Instagram. Like, you know, one of those like loser dudes that just like you meet on like, I don't know, Tinder or something. Let's see. Okay, no. A fuckboy is the worst kind of guy, or at least one who represents the worst trends of the present moment. Oh my God. I love this. I love this term so much more after just reading that. Okay, I'm going to start using that way more. Um, so she has a question about a fuckboy. She started dating a guy who she met online. They went for a coffee date. Then that turned into dinner and making out. But after two weeks of dating she did not sleep with him but she like totally fell for him then once she actually hooked up with him um she like it was to a point where she thought he was really really into her and literally the next day after them sleeping together he ghosted a little bit her question is the fact that well he gave her an excuse saying oh well because once she reached out a couple weeks later being like dude what the fuck and he's like oh my ex-girlfriend that I really like like she came back in the picture whatever blah 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 could be true could not be I don't care uh, her question is the fact that she stopped following him on Instagram and they follow each other on Snapchat which is her real issue because she says she doesn't watch his Snapchats but he watches hers every day and replies back to them with kissy faces and shit. She says, I don't want to see him again, but I have a, but I, but I have a fabulous life. I'm young, wild and free. I travel. I have a great career. So I kind of like to rub my amazing life in his face. Should I delete him from my snap or should I continue to let him know about what he's missing out on? Am I just holding on to what could have been? I should just let go, right? I'm just tired of being hurt by guys. I'm such a good person. I don't deserve it. Okay. If you're telling the truth about not following, like if you don't look at his snaps and stuff like that, then I'm just like, well, I mean, does it even matter? But if he has like an emotional effect on you when he like sends you those like kissy faces and shit, if that like makes you like feel something, then I say delete him. But seriously, we've all done the whole thing 
where it's like, oh no, I'm gonna let you follow me so you can see how like hot I am. Oh my God, Facebook, I used to do that shit all the time. Like whenever like I broke, like a, a boy like ignored me or like I was like trying to get his attention, I'd get my other friend to like write on my page and be like, oh my God, that guy was so into you last night. Love you, let's do it again soon. Yes, I just admitted that. For real. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. But I used to do that all the time. We all, well, you know what? When we're single and we're going through that like single life and we're trying to find dudes and you have like little crushes and all of that. I mean, isn't that what everybody does to a certain extent? Right? I mean, back in the day when I was like single, it was like Facebook. And then I haven't, been like single on Instagram so I don't really know what that would be like but then like Snapchat is a whole that's a whole new thing so I'm not sure I feel like I don't know if I would I'd probably I mean my old self would probably torture him and just be like yeah look look how cool I am I don't know girl I feel your pain I I really don't know if it's my I say leave it and torture him unless it's actually making you kind of sad or like making you like think about him because he actually does sound like a loser. So you should probably not think about him. So yeah, that's the only advice I have. I'm sorry. It was like kind of not the best. Speaking of boyfriends, um, everyone keeps asking me since I had Jax on my podcast last week, if I'm still with Patrick or if he's okay with it, Patrick and I have been through some ups and downs and everybody knows we've, you know, we've had some off and on moment, off and on moments, but we are in a relationship and we've gotten to a place where work is work. And it's kind of like you don't question, we don't question each other's work. It's just to be supportive of that. And I don't know, that's it. I mean, once you've been in a relationship for three years, even if it is off and on sometimes, you kind of just like have to accept everything. Um, but yeah, so there's that. I feel weird commenting on that stuff. But I just did. Okay. All right. So um, other things that people were asking me, a lot of y'all were asking me where to go in LA, which this, this is super hard because there's so much to do in LA. So I'm going to try and th I'm going to go from like morning to night and think about like where I would go if I had like a day in LA. If I woke up in the morning, I would sleep in and then I would go to brunch at the Ivy because honestly, it's so stereotypically like bougie but like and like kind of like cheesy because it's so like trendy and hollywoody but it's like really good food and it's so nice if you're with like girls or just like your boyfriend to sit outside and the weather's fun and it's on robertson so you can go shopping afterwards like i don't know i'm a fan everybody who hates on it i don't care after that um maybe go shopping on like the fun part of side of melrose like the west side of melrose or, I mean, I've always been obsessed with the Grove. I go like three times a week. Like whenever I'm feeling sad, actually, you know what I, whenever I'm feeling sad, I go to Nordstrom or Neiman Marcus and like I have lunch there and a cocktail and then buy myself something. And then for dinner, I love Chateau Marmont, Bar Marmont specifically. So those are my little recommendations for anyone coming to LA. Uh, other people have been asking me about recommendations for New Orleans. That's like way more intense. Pato's is my favorite bar there. It's like super touristy, but also a lot of local people's people go there. I just think it's fun. Galatoire's is my favorite restaurant because it's like old school South. Like 
you can't get in there if you're a dude and like you don't have like a suit and tie. It's like that old school. So I just like it makes me feel like I'm back in time. Um, I just say like roam the French Quarter if you're going. So you can't like go wrong with any like little bar that you pop into. So there's that. All right, for my final question, this is from Megan, who said she's been dating her boy. This is a relationship themed podcast. I just realized I've been dating my boyfriend for a little over a year and I live in one of the most expensive cities in California as a teacher. So you can already see the dilemma. Rock bottom all the time. Girl, rock bottom fucking blows. It's the worst. That seriously. Although, you know what? I remember my rock like last year when I felt I was at rock bottom. It was actually kind of freeing. Cause like I had like no responsibilities almost. So as depressed as I was about it, it was kind of just like YOLO. I like said yes to everything. Just like, yeah, you want to go do this? Sure. You want to do that? Sure. You like it, it. It's just kind of like when you have nothing to answer to, you can just, it's like the sky's the limit. So let's look at rock bottom as a positive thing. Um, but she says, my boyfriend does well for himself and I know we both want to end up together. Based on your experience with Patrick, when do you think a couple should move in together? I'm at his apartment almost more than half the week, so it's silly to spend what I spend on my apartment. I'd love your thoughts. First of all, every single couple who moves in together says, well, I'm there all the time, so it just makes sense. Literally, Every single couple in the history of the world who's moved in together, I'm pretty sure, no, let's say 98%. That's what they say. I've said it like three times and done it like three times. I don't know how old you are, Megan, so that is something. But after everything that I've experienced with all my relationships and the fact that I've moved, I've lived with three boyfriends, I I don't I I don't recommend doing it right away. I don't know how long you're a little over a year. I mean, I again, age like plays a huge thing in this. I just feel like you should wait as long as you possibly can because once you actually make the decision to move in together, you're kind of like trapped a little. So it can be so much fun and it is so much fun and it's cheaper and it's easier. But you have your whole life to live with somebody. So if you can afford living on your own and having your own place, I say keep it as long as you can. Uh, I don't know how you feel about alone time. Like I'm somebody that really likes alone time and I learned that about myself. So I, I realized that when I get married and have children, that's when I'm going to be living with my partner. So I don't want to live with my partner again until that happens. Because when else are you going to have alone time or have time to, you know, have your home be your own? You know, that time's going to fly by. And then all of a sudden, like three years from now or two years from now, you're going to look back or however long, look back and be like, oh, damn, I wish I would have really appreciated living alone. That's my advice for that. But who knows? Y'all might be ready. And who knows? He might be proposing to you in two weeks. And then you guys are getting married and having babies. Every And I say this all the time when I'm answering questions. Every couple is different. I can't answer for everybody. But this is just what I would do. Whew. All right. So that was that. You guys. Patrick and I watched a really scary movie last night. <laughs> and we actually slept with the lights on. This is the first time I've ever done this. 
I think maybe because we had some edibles. So like we were like way more paranoid than normal, but I could not sleep. He could not sleep. We had to turn the lights on and like talk about like funny things in order to like even start trying to think about sleeping. This movie is sinister. Like that's actually the title of it. The title is called Sinister. I guess it came out like a few years ago. Um, Scary as fuck. I told y'all I'm going to start recommending scary movies all the time. So every week I'm just going to give you new ones. KK, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Talk to you later, Khaleesi's. (laughs) 